Morning, Udo. Good to talk to you again. Firstly, the issue of health apartheid as addressed by our president, as addressed by the president of Botswana this past week, and various other senior health, health officials across the continent. This will not change without a serious balance of power in world geopolitics changing. Uh, Africa will continue to suck the hind teeth and be acted upon by the rest of the world as far as this is concerned. Remember, we carry the burden of disease. If you look at the World Health Organization numbers, we carry the burden of disease, which means when people think of Africa, they think disease. Mm. Because even in... I still don't think we have one doctor per thousand patients. We have less than one doctor per thousand patients. Mm. So the world thinks of us as that place where disease is running rampant, which means they don't have faith in our ability to manage health systems or healthcare systems and deliver quality healthcare. So uh, excuse them when they they always associate us with disease running wild, uncontrolled, and therefore anything that emerges or happens in our part of the world, they will treat it with more suspicion and are not likely to trust us to handle things correctly. Even if you are that country among equals like South Africa that seems to be ahead of the rest of the continent. So let's I I don't think we should overreact because, unfortunately, we don't have good health systems. And even when you have scientists like we do here, you are still just an African country, which is why we emphasize African collaboration and solidarity, because that's the only way we can then take ourselves seriously, promote tourism internally, make sure sure that even when the world isolates us, we are still self-sufficient. I like that. On that note, African collaboration, let's just take a quick little break victor and we'll talk about that week-long state visit to west africa by our president immediately thereafter imagine winning your share of two million rand if you've had your covid jab or get vaccinated before the end of the year you stand a chance to win one thousand ten thousand or even a hundred thousand rand cash 200 winners every week entry is automatic Win and we'll call you on the number you gave when you were vaccinated. Don't wait. Vaccinate. It will change your life. T's and C's apply. The Weekend View on SAFM. Saturdays and Sundays, 6 to 7 a.m. Right, now I want to pick the brain of Africa Business Specialist Victor Khomoswana in terms of... Our president, Cyril Ramaphosa, going around to various countries in West Africa, Nigeria, Ghana, Cote d'Ivoire and Senegal. And what impact, what benefit will it be to SA Inc.? Victor, prior to our president's trip, what what do the trade numbers look like between South Africa and some of the bigger bloc countries in West Africa? And, And what are those major trading commodities? It, it's not it's not very good if we are talking direct trade. Yeah. I, I can't give you the exact numbers because people like Trailer can 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 slap me on the wrist for <laughs> misrepresenting them. But what I what I can tell you is trade is always imbalanced or unbalanced in favor of South Africa. We tend to export more to African mm-hmm. countries than they export to us. Again, because we have that tendency of loving our European and our American and our Chinese products. That is that is just the fact of life. And in the end, we are like every other country exporting to Europe, exporting to China the raw commodities 
and getting back what we get back in the form of finished products. So the other thing is, if we talk about not just trade, but movement of mm. people, Udo, we are very, very Afrophobic in our approach. Uh-huh. Even if it's a Nigerian doctor trying to come to South Africa, ask them how difficult it is to get a visa. I'm not talking about somebody coming here to tour. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about a professional that we are in short supply of. We definitely, we, we desperately need those people, but we are, we are not going to get, I can show you examples, forget Nigeria. I can show you finance specialists from Botswana who have been working in South Africa for more than five years and they still, <laughs> they struggle every year. They have to renew their special permit and all that. So in the general sense of the word, we were not doing very well. At least Nigeria is the largest economy. So we have, the beauty is that we have lots of South African companies mm. invested there. Mm. I'm talking the MTNs, including the Standard Banks and, and a lot of other companies. But overall, the trade between those that, that region and SADC is not as great. Also okay. because of the high cost and the time, the high time that you need to export and import. Okay. The efficiencies of ports like Lagos not being very good at, at all. Uh, uh, and, and we're going to finish off with what your expectations are of what may come out of this, this state visit for, from our president. But we, we, we have the SA Customs Unions. We have a, a union. We have organizations like ECOWAS. We're now talking about the Africa Free Trade Agreement. These are all alliances which s- sort of set out a legislative framework within which African countries can coexist trade-wise. But, but have we seen enough direct trade partnerships between nations in Africa? I mean, we, as you pointed out, we are net exporters of raw materials. Many of us have de- are developed in the area of manufacturing and countries like Nigeria, South Africa, we see continued exponential growth in financial services in order to truly exploit the world of finance for greater gain. Have we as a continent put it all together in partnerships in any way, Victor, to develop a finished product, a, a product that can be taken to the world market? Or is it still very much uh, going to continue to be every country for itself? Yeah, not in a way that can make an impact. We haven't done that. There's yeah. a binational commission between Nigeria and South Africa. I think it's in its 10th year, if not more. So there are binational commissions. As you know, we do very well in formulating policies and developing the infrastructure to collaborate. Yeah. That one we are very good at. But it's the boldness of trading with one another, as I mean really trading with one another that we are not bored about. Even when the president went, and I really commend him for going to those four West African countries, because running a country takes trade missions and and, and visits like the one he did, and he chose the right economies. The problem is often he will go there, and he will come back in typical President Ramaphosa style and say, we have asked our ministers to remove trade barriers. Mm. I say, no, Mr. President, don't ask them. Tell them. Take the executive decision. From now on, we are not buying any PPE from China. We are buying it from Nigeria. Tell them that Nigeria has Microsoft certified tablets and laptops that Uh, we make. uh. If we are not buying Mara computers and Mara phones in Durban, we are buying from Nigeria. Do that and you will see intra-Africa collaboration shoot up unbelievably. Okay, so Victor, in a minute, as we wrap up, what are your expectations? What will the president come back and say, hey, this is in my basket now that I've been to West Africa? 
Maybe because Nigeria has an oil refinery that's being inaugurated in the next 12 months. Maybe we will find a way that we will start importing some refined petroleum from Nigeria. I'm, I'm talking about things like that. Dangote is the largest producer of cement on the continent. Maybe with his investment in South Africa, Udo, we will find that he will step up that and there will be more Nigerians. Maybe people like Stan Ecker who make laptops, like I said to you, they are Microsoft certified. So they are not fake products or weak poor quality products. Maybe we'll find that we will start seeing South African departments, at least government departments buying Nigerian made electronic products. Okay. Those will be for me the opportunity to boost that manufacturing capability within the African continent, especially Sub-Saharan Africa and perhaps Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire would have taught President Ramaphosa how to beneficiate agricultural products. So that, that, that too doesn't export tomatoes to the rest of the world, but exports tomato paste. Because even as I speak to you now, we're importing tomato paste from countries like Spain and Portugal. <laughs> Victor Komutswada, always 